Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. And also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner, so be sure to go find somebody while you're traveling in through the woods or wherever you usually casually stroll through with your woods. knife, right? You're always in the woods with some kind of dangerous tool or something, because that's what our listeners do. They turn their iPods, their brand new, you know, state-of-the-art iPod, or their Zune. A lot of people have their Zune. What is a Zune? It's like the the failed ripoff MP3 player thing. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people, they don't even have iPods. They're just, everybody's checking out on their Zunes, listening to the Just Conversation podcast on their Zune, and they connect it, and they're walking through the woods. Some people have a whole boombox. I remember that, too. Some people just had a boombox that they were, like, blasting. But Mm -hmm. you're finding random teenagers who are camping in the woods with your boombox and or your Zune and some headphones and a knife or a machete or an axe that you just happen to also be wandering through. And when you see the kids, you just full-fledged just start dashing in their direction with all the force, all the force you have. You just dash as fast as you can towards them to tell them, hey, you guys can listen to this. What? It's great. How horrifying. That is so horrifying. It's great. The first thought they're going to have is, We want to listen to that show. We want to listen to that. We want to listen to that show. He seems so convinced we should listen. He looks so excited. Is he running towards them with a smile on his face? Yes. With a smile on his face, a Zune or a boombox in one hand, and an axe in the other, just just in case. You never know what's going to attack you in the woods. So, you know, he has electronics. If something attacks him, he's there. He has defense. But he's like, hey, a bunch of campers. And I'm assuming you usually roam the woods, which is why you know to have an axe in the first place. So you probably, like, got a scraggly beard. And you've got, like, a bunch of uh, uh, dirty, like, woods-type clothing. Woods-type clothing. Yeah, like, like (laughs) you've been out there for a while. So you're not necessarily city-ready. But you're a kind-looking guy. Maybe you hunt yourself, so you use that same axe to hunt, so it's got some blood from an animal on it or whatever. Maybe from a you, deer. Uh, yeah, and maybe you got some blood on yourself from having just hunted a deer, and you're coming from- No one from, hunts a deer with an axe. He hunts a deer with an axe, because he is a solid deer hunter. What kind of deer hunter? That's a really skilled- He's, he's a he's beast, bro. He's a pro. He runs out there and just flings the axe and catches the deer first shot in the head. Is he a character from a video game? He could be. He's uh, the the warrior from Gauntlet. He's a war- Okay. And he just sees a deer from far. He's far as shit. But he's such a good axe thrower that he, at a distance, predicts where that deer's head is going to be, throws it, and then bah, one shots the deer in the head. That is amazing. I wish these kids saw that, but they just see the aftermath. They just see him after he just finished taking the deer. He's going to go home to get the equipment to go skin and, you know, prepare the deer. And as he's going home, he sees a bunch of kids who just pulled up, put their tents down and stuff. And he's just wandering and he has his boom box and he has his uh, his uh, axe and yeah. he sees the kids and he just starts 
dashing towards them like people. How exciting. I can show them the show. And yeah, he just starts. Because we just said, hey, go tell someone about it. Yeah, just as he saw them. As he saw. Yeah. And he, so he's just, wow. What a, what are the chances that I would be at this part of the episode? Yes. When I see a bunch of kids. And so Whoa. just full, full dash, full dash, totally as fast as he can in their direction. Wow, that's an incredible story. I hope yeah. this is real. I hope this is happening right now. Man, do you think it's happening right now? That yes. would be fucking amazing. Yes. I wonder how often there is a... What was the name of that movie? <laughs> where movie? the kids were just hanging out in the woods and there were the two guys who were just like oh. like lumberjacks or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember. They had some plain-ass names. Yeah, it was like, like Dale and some shit. Yeah. Evil. Yeah. I forget the name of it, but like, I'm sure that's happened. Not really. Man, maybe somebody died just because they thought it was a... Is the problem is people do crazy shit when they're scared. Yes. And that's a problem. People react fucking nuts. You know? Yeah. People get crazy mm. when they're scared. And they do crazy shit. People in panic are completely irrational. Yes. Like those children. <laughs> yes. Wait, no. Are those... Who are, who's the crazy people right now? The is kids. The, children the teenagers the... In, okay. the sh in the movie, I guess. Yeah. And in the case of uh, our our woodsman mm -hmm. traveling while He's listening to the show, one. the children. I are. guess he has a zoom, right? Because if they heard, if he has a boombox and they heard him, yeah, they heard that part. Because he's close enough to see them, and there's nothing else happening in the woods, which means the boombox would echo pretty nicely. So it shouldn't be a boombox. It shouldn't be a boombox. This is the guy who is actually traveling with his brand new Zune. All right. And the reason he has a Zune is because he's a woodsman and he's not caught up on technology. It all makes sense now. Of course. Yes. So he's on his Zune, hears it. All they see it, they don't even see the Zune because it's so small. They just see a dude with an axe that's bloody covered, like covered with blood. His outfit is covered with Where's blood. Where's the deer? The, he left the deer where he, he killed it. He left the deer? He left the deer because he... Well, what the fuck is he going to do? Carry the deer? Know. Yeah. Like, you know how big a deer is? He's got to go get the things to chop the deer up. Oh. He killed the deer. Now he's going to go get the things and going to go clean the deer up. How does he make sure that other animals don't steal the deer? He's not going to be gone forever. Yeah. But I don't know how far he is from where he needs to I'm get the stuff. I'm assuming he's not just hunting way far away from home. Like he's a, I'm sure he's prepared for this. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, he just hunted way the fuck far away, didn't really think it through, and is going to lose what he killed. He throws an axe at the deer. That's so crazy. That's how trained he like is he in doing it. he could carry the deer home. It's huge. A deer is fucking huge. A deer is easily 400, 500 pounds. Really? Yeah. That sounds crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Let's find out. Okay. It says that usually 130 to 300 pounds, but there have been reports of over 350 pounds. That's crazy. Fair enough. 130 pounds, a, a like jacked enough guy could definitely carry that. So I guess in theory, he could carry, he that could deer carry the deer. If it's 300 though. Yeah, that's, that's a little crazy. harder. And plus the distance, even if it's 130 pounds, the distance he'll be carrying it. It's more efficient to grab what you need. Yeah. Then take the whole fucking deer. Yeah. Like, you don't need the head that's added weight, the legs added weight, but also you don't want to just carry, like, a mangled corpse. Yeah, but he shouldn't just leave the deer there. I think he should hang it on a tree, which is cool because if the kids do run and they run through the forest, they see the deer up in the tree. I mean, he's not trying to horrifying. scare the kids. I know, but it's just a horrifying moment for the kids, too. Yeah, that would just be highly inconvenient if he was also doing that. Yes. 
But actually, I think that's how you drain the deer of blood in the first place. You do things like that, like you hang it up. So he, maybe he did. He did. He, he did probably this. hung it up so that it would like bleed out. So that how when he... much horrifying is that then? Like it's just a bloody mess with a deer hanging on a tree. Probably with the deer. Usually they cut the deer's neck so that it bleeds out through its neck because you hang it from its legs. Well, so that the blood comes downward towards its uh its main artery, mm-hmm. and so you cut mm-hmm. its neck so that it would bleed out the most. Yeah, and drain it, and then you come and cut it down and take the meat you want from it so it's completely possible that there is a deer hanging and as he's dashing towards the children but they they would be running away from him and he's coming from the deer so they wouldn't see the deer anyways until they circle back around yeah if they have to do that if they have to yeah so for whatever reason these kids uh they panic they definitely panic (laughs) they do they shouldn't though because he's just trying to get them to listen to the show. It ain't that serious. It's just a show. It's so a podcast. So if you see this man, do not run from him. But also, if you see this man and you're hearing us tell you not to run from him, you're probably also looking for somebody to listen to the show. Yeah. So then you do walk... You listen to the show with him? Well, no, because no? you're both listening to the show already. You oh, need to crap. get somebody you need else. To find someone else, yes. Yeah. Then again, it doesn't say find somebody who isn't already listening to the show. Are you sure? Yeah, it just says get a listening partner. Oh, okay. So fair enough, if you're both listening to this and you know that the other... Interesting. If you're one of the kids in the woods who's already listening to the show, mm-hmm. and the guy in the woods starts running towards you... You listen to the show with him? Well, we've, <laughs> we've straight up told you about the guy running towards you. Yeah. Which is weird, because... That we would predict such a thing? That we would <laughs> predict such a thing. So the guy in the woods is like... Wow, this is like highly specific and about me. While the kid who's listening in the woods while his friends are just like fucking inside of a tent or whatever they're doing. He's thinking the same thing? He's like, yeah, this is like weirdly specific. Yeah. So they they run towards each other. What does his friends think when they see him running towards the man with the axe? Like the fact that he's not running away. Yeah. They're just like, he br- he's, he suggested we come here. <sighs> Whatever's about to happen, mm-hmm. he's fucking in on it. Of course. He said we should come to the woods. He begged us. We don't even like the woods. We're city kids. But he told us, hey, man, come on. let's." And now he's just chilling there. We see this maniac with an axe running towards us. Man, this is that movie, though, because he's going to ex. ex- He's going to end up like tripping in front of the guy, getting killed from the axe or something. And then they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, he tried to protect us. And then he died. Who? The kid. The kid who already knows? Yeah. I feel like he's the one who's not going to die. Then again, if no, he... No, like, if he accidentally died in front, like, while he was running to the guy with the axe... But why would he... If the guy's holding the axe, they would both have to trip. Oh, then maybe they do trip. That's I'm just tr- thinking of the movie, that it just happened like that. But this isn't the movie. This is real life. Oh, this is real life. This is real life. <laughs> this isn't the events from that movie. Okay. But... If somehow that kid did happen to die, I'm not sure why he would, but if he did, now this guy doesn't have somebody to listen with, which means he has to chase one of these other kids down. Oh. And he knows he needs a listening partner. So now he has to pause. He just stops. He's like, fuck. I know this kid was listening. I saw his iPod. <laughs> uh-huh. And so he, he wraps up his, he takes his headphones off. He pauses the show. He does whatever you do to a Zoom to lock it so it doesn't hit play accidentally. He wraps it up, puts does it in his pocket. Does technology? I have no idea. He puts it in his pocket, and then he just starts dashing behind one of his kids. Because he needs somebody to listen with. Yes, because I forgot the many reasons. I don't know. He dies. Someone in his family dies. Someone gets cancer. 
he gets cancer. <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking about? <laughs> like, if you don't get someone to listen to the show, what happens? If you don't get somebody to listen to the show, I'm going to harm your children. Oh. <laughs> yes. Your children are in danger. Okay. Later, you'll be in danger too, but I'm going to make sure to I hit you emotionally like cancer first. was part of it somehow. Well, no. Everybody who listens gets cancer. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Both of these people have cancer anyways. All right. Because they heard the show. Yeah. That's just an inevitability. Okay. Actually, anybody listening to the show, if you're hearing this part of the... Actually, if you heard the show at all, I'm just reminding you right now you have cancer. You have cancer. Yeah, so you got to continue listening. Yeah, at this point, you already already got cancer. Commit. Yeah. Just commit. You already got cancer for listening to the show. Commit. Do we have cancer? No, because we don't listen to the show. Oh, okay. We're immune. All right. It's something about listening to the show without being here live in the studio with us. That gives you cancer. cancer. Yeah. It's kind of like 5G towers. I was thinking of 5G and how it related. I had no clue how, though. I don't know how either. I just know that it'll give you cancer, like if it was 5G. Like if it was 5G. I thought somehow our voices gave out 5G or something. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. It's very interesting. Maybe it's a combination of our voices and some electronic listening device. Yes. That creates some sort of gene mutation that then causes cancer. Yeah. And somehow relates to the 5G towers. Yes. Well, it's similar to whatever the 5G towers are yeah. causing. It's oh, not necessarily okay. related to the 5G towers. Mm-hmm. But it's like whatever frequency they're causing, we're causing. Well, The mixture of our voice frequencies and the electronic device that's uh, projecting our voice. That's crazy. So this deer man hunts some children. <laughs> I mean, he's not hunting children. Oh, yeah. He's not hunting children. It just looks like he's hunting children. No, it looks like he's trying to get somebody to listen to the show. If they know what he's doing, but he looks like he's hunting children. I don't know. I'm not in their head. You're not in the children? Or I guess whoever's looking at the children being chased by this man. Yeah, or the children. I don't... I have no idea what any... Like, I know he's chasing the children to get somebody to listen to the show. I'm not sure why I should think about anything else. Oh. I know his intentions are pure and noble. Yes, but what do you think the children are thinking? I don't know. Depends on the kid. You think any of them are like, yeah, he accidentally killed my friend. I should go listen to the show I think the kid who died, died at random. Yeah. Because the, the woodsman would be totally distraught if he knew that that kid died the kid must have died completely out of his sight nevertheless okay because like it must have been that the kid was running towards the woodsman and he fell like down a hole and hit his head and died or some shit yeah while the woodsman was running towards the other kids Mm -hmm. without seeing that there was somebody else was listening to the show because if he knew the other kid died he's a good guy he's not a bad guy yeah he would just immediately go to help You'd probably stop, pause the show. Like, he's a good guy. Just pause, stop the show and, mm-hmm. like, call the cops or some shit. But he didn't see it happen. But he didn't see it happen. But did they see it happen? They probably saw it happen. They don't think he killed the kid. No. They just know the kid died. That's crazy, though. Those are two crazy events happening one after another. What's the other crazy event other than him dying? The guy with an axe running towards them. Oh, I guess. But that's not, like, a guy trying to kill you. That's just a guy running towards you trying to get you to listen to a show. But they don't know that. It's just a guy with an axe yeah, running 100%. towards them. If you saw a guy running towards you with an axe, you wouldn't just think he's trying to get you to listen to a podcast? No. What are you going to think? Why are you going to think something crazy? Because that looks crazy. Based on what? When have you experienced a guy running towards you with an axe being something dangerous? Well, he's covered in blood. So? That's pretty scary. Hunters, butchers, um, soldiers, all the time covered in blood. They don't go running towards normal people. <laughs> If somebody had a broken, like there's a horrible accident somewhere Mm -hmm. and somebody survived, first thing they're going to do is find the first person that can help or anybody who isn't involved and tell them. 
But this guy's running with a smile on his face. Yeah, he's super excited. Exactly. That's even more scary. Is it less scary than if somebody has a horrified look on their face running towards you with an axe? Well, if he's covered in blood, maybe that's more normal because like, oh, some kind of accident did happen and that's why he looks so upset. Fair enough. While he's smiling, it's like, uh, he did something and he wants to, I don't know, <laughs> do it again. But why do you think, I mean, obviously he did something, but like, who says it's something bad? The blood is just assumed. It's just assumed? It's animal blood. You're in the woods. How do I know? How do you know it's not? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Just assuming the worst. Yes. I saw the guy go missing. It could be his fault somehow. What, the other kid? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? You just saw the kid know. randomly fall. Uh, that's like, um, what's that show called? The Japan Japan is Sinking? When the girl just fell. Oh my god. And she awesome. died. That, is, that shit scarred the fuck out of me, bro. That was the great... Out of all the shit that happened, that was the one that I was like... Because I didn't know what the fuck happened. It's no. like a moment of what? Yeah, I had to rewind it when I saw that. It's yeah, crazy. that's crazy. But the dad's death was crazier. I don't know. I no, they're equally crazy. I don't. It's no, hard to rate. I don't like the. Yeah, it was totally unexpected. I truly believed this show was going to be about the daughter and the father. But he's the first guy to die. Yeah, but I feel like he was one of the first characters. Although I guess each member of the family was the first one of the first characters to be introduced. So you would think they were the ones to survive the whole thing, but no. Yeah. Just one person. No, no just... two people, I guess. Yeah. We We're just spoiled about... the shit out of this for anybody listening. That's old. Spoilers. Um, after the fact. But oh, yeah. <laughs> the girl falling into the hole was a crazy one. Not even a hole. It was like a hill. It was just a hill. She was just running. And she didn't even fall. She just slid down there. Yep. And then she's just thrown she on the floor. She just collapsed. It's like, what the fuck happened? And yeah. you don't know what happened. Nope. So nuts. But you know not to go there. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah, it's totally Man, horrifying. the character, the main character was so close to dying at that moment. The main character's pretty close to dying a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That show was pretty epic. Yeah. Anybody and everybody should fucking watch Japan Sinks. Yes. It gets a little weird with the whole... Um, Psychic shit. Psychic? Yes. Yes. That got strange. It did get strange, but it's pretty epic. Otherwise. Otherwise, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty badass show. But that being said, about these kids... Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a problem people have where they do make assumptions all the time. They think that whatever initial thought they had makes sense. We have a problem of doing that in society. Yeah. And it doesn't really make sense because you don't have, like, a basis for that. Like, what is, what the fuck are really the odds? It's instincts. It's protecting us. Is it, though? A lot of the time, instincts is why we do shit that hurts other people. Mm-hmm. That guy runs towards you and gets close enough. You panic attack him. And he was innocent. And he was innocent. That's true. So is it protecting you? Or is it harming not. other people? Hmm. Maybe once upon a time, though, it was helping. Yes. But it's... now we have, we're having trouble of getting rid of these bugs or adjusting them. Because getting rid of it entirely, then that means we're always introduced to danger and we could easily be killed. Yes. But we're having trouble adjusting them to the new world. Definitely. And that's also why societies are highly antisocial. Because we don't know how to really, truly detect danger. We think everything is dangerous all the time. Yes. Man. But there are a lot of dangerous things out there. I don't know. The point of society is that everything isn't dangerous. I guess. It's the protective bubble. We lost that society thing. The protective bubble. It's too big to be protective. No. No? What do you mean? 
Like, the society is, like, really big. Right. That means more safe. More safe? Yes. I don't know. I feel like people are used to small bubbles that can protect them. What's the average number of killers inside of a city? No There's three million people. (laughs) Three million people? Yeah. Let's say New York City. Three million people. Uh Uh-huh. Is there a thousand killers in that city? A thousand? A thousand. I don't know. Probably not. How much do you think? Way the fuck less. I would be blown the fuck away if there was a hundred killers. Like normally killing out in the open where you could see it happen and oh well, it's dangerous. Yeah. Killers that you can legitimately say danger and know it's danger. Hmm. There's not really a lot. Why? Because we got cops. Because we have structure. We have cameras. We have too many people walking around. The number of people on average that are good that would just rat somebody doing some crazy shit out. Yeah. The society is protective inherently so there's way more people that are way more safe now let's say you have a village of just 30 people one of them is a killer one of them right how easy is it for that guy to just pick people out probably pretty easy pretty fucking easy (laughs) so yeah you have a smaller group but you're way the fuck less safe yeah way less safe especially if the killer's from within your community if the killer is within the community in new york how hard is it for him to take a life on average Mm-hmm. based on the number of people, right? The percentage of life he's taking is insignificant. I guess. And he's likely to get caught quickly. Has there ever been a serial killer in New York? There's been a couple. A couple? Yeah. Oh. It's New York. Mm-hmm. But in the case of a small village, every life you take is a huge fucking percentage. Of the whole thing, of yeah. Of the whole population. Yeah. And you also got way less chance of getting caught because every person you take is a significant decrease in people to hunt you down. Well, Yeah. So, like, a big society, definitely the way to go. Mm-hmm. It's inherently safe. Then it's what's safer. wrong with people? Why are they so scared? Because they haven't worked out the, the bullshit that's in our system. From that time when it was just 30 people? Yeah, we still have instincts that were trying to get us to survive when there were fucking lions hidden in the bushes and shit. And anything we don't understand, we gotta be suspicious of anybody we don't know. Everyone's become the lion. <laughs> yeah, everybody's a lion. Well. And so we still have that paranoia while traveling in the safest time ever. Hmm. But we can't all feel that way. I mean, maybe I feel that way, but there's got to be a huge number of people that don't feel that way. Yeah. I mean, you still have the thing, but the rational mind should compensate. So if you see a guy running towards you with an axe, although it's like, holy shit, this is weird and crazy. I should just be like, eh? The conscious thinking side of you. Should take over and be like, like, what are the odds, really? It's probably just a fucking huntsman or somebody who was out here doing something. I doubt. And there's more of us than there are of him where we just start running. If something crazy happened, we just all simultaneous attack. He can't beat all of us. But also, we have no reason to attack. We'll just wait until he tries something stupid. Okay. And then if he just stops and then swings at us, that's when we do something. Yeah, then you know. <laughs> but otherwise, it's like, it's probably just a guy. Just a guy who... Yeah, you don't have any reason to immediately panic. Yes. Uh, okay, I guess. They're, the rational mind should always compensate. Mm, the rational mind. Mm, I don't have that. It's so scary to imagine a man running towards you with a smile covered in blood. and a bl- I mean, I we're Holding an axe. It's just about being level-headed, really. Mm-hmm. Just learn to be level-headed in moments of high tension. How do you practice that? By exercising your rational mind. Yeah, it's it's not that difficult. You just got to think more than you feel. Yeah, because not everything is dangerous. Not everything is dangerous, no. Hmm, hmm. It reminds me of uh, mermaids and mermans. Mermen? Mermen and mermaids. 
How does it remind you of mermaids? Because mermaids are seen as mermaids are dangerous, but mermaids are bring you luck, actually, or good luck. But if you think of it as a dangerous thing, you might hurt it. A merman. A merman. Why are mermaids evil and mermen not? Because I don't know what makes the difference. I don't know. Mermen want to give you mermen. Mermen work like genies. I mean, I guess they kind of look like a genie, but but instead of being like half ghost, it's like half fish. Yeah, and he grants you wishes if you find him. But mermaids want to drown you for some reason. They love murdering people. Because mermaids are basically sirens, right? Yeah, and sirens are like the same as mermaids. Yeah, they like to kill fishermen and stuff. They like to sing, and the song that they sing usually ends up killing fishermen. I don't know why. I don't know if they eat these people or what they do with them. Or they enjoy watching the dead bodies, like, float down, like, some type of decoration. What? There's no, like... I mean, they have to be doing something. It can't just be like, we murder for fun. They what the can... fuck are they? Dolphins? Yes. Maybe they they're, kind of like, are, dolphins. Right? Yes. They're kind of like dolphins. Fair enough. They're the dolphins of... They're human dolphins? I don't know. What the fuck? Is a, is a mermaid just what you... Because a dolphin is a mammal. Yeah. Is a mermaid a fucking chimera? What is a chimera? Chimera is like a hybrid animal. It doesn't have to be made through science or anything, right? Or does it? I mean, I don't know what a chimera. I'm just saying basically (laughs) some dude jumped into the ocean and fucked a dolphin. Oh, yes. Or a dolphin who's more prone to raping. Yes. Raped some chick and the chick gave birth to a mermaid. Yes. And that happened twice and one of them was a merman. And then the mermaid and the mermaid created their own species by fucking each other by fucking each other yes there's also these creatures called fin folk which i assume are just mermaids with different names and they like to have sex with people and that somehow keeps their life long they don't reproduce they just fuck people and then they live longer yes yes they just sex with humans equals longer life interesting i've never heard of fin folk yeah that's in scotland and ireland Seems like they have all the things. They have all the things. But they say that um, if you practice uh, the Bible, it'll stop the fin folk from stepping on dry land. What does practicing the Bible mean? I don't know. Reading the Bible? Knowing what God is telling you? Being a good Christian person. Right. So if you're a good Christian, they won't bother you. Yes. That's the answer to most of these solutions of yes, dealing with any of these like things. It seems like everything in Ireland was designed by the Catholic Church. Yes. All of it. That's There's crazy. nothing that exists in I- Ireland isn't a real place. <laughs> what? The Catholic Church made Ireland up. Yeah. That's where we're at. They've made so much, like every story that exists in this fictional place called Ireland came from fucking, it's just another story. Ireland is a fictional location. <laughs> Ireland is like the Bible. It was just made up by the Catholic Church. Yes. That's where we are. That's, that's what I believe. Well, don't you know people from Ireland? I've never been to Ireland. They probably convinced, I don't know if they, I don't know people in Ireland. I know people who think they've been to Ireland and it's like people who've been to the, some of these other, you could just be told the plane landed there, but there's no fucking such place. How do you know? You're not flying the plane. Yeah. And the guy flying the plane is a government show. And what about the people of Ireland? Are they also government? There's nobody who's a person of Ireland. It's everybody being lied to that there's a place called Ireland. What? But there's no such, there's no such place as Ireland. I refuse. Why? Because the Catholic Church made it up. They didn't. There's no such thing as Ireland. I don't know. There's an Irish saint, though, that traveled to look for the 
the island of paradise, which I'm not sure what the island of paradise is. I think that's where the Garden of Eve is hidden or something. Is it called Eve? The Garden of Eden? Of Eden. Yes. That's probably where that's hidden. I don't know. It's somewhere. It's either on an island or a section of Africa. Oh, okay. On his travel, he found the paradise of birds where there were birds singing and praising God. Okay. Yeah. And they told him to travel for seven years and then come back and then he'll be holy enough to find the island of paradise. So I'm crazy. so confused by that story. What? That he wanted to look for the island of paradise? Right. And he found a bird, an island of paradise for birds. And the birds were singing for God. And then I guess they told him, hey, in seven years, you'll be able to be holy enough to see the island. So these were talking birds. Yeah, they so were talking. So he found an island of birds that are kind of like Scooby-Doo. Yes. No, well, I don't know. They were singing and praising God. That's all they were doing. Then were how, birds. then who told him? A bird. So it's a fucking talking bird. Yeah, I guess, yes. They're talking birds. This is an island of talking birds. Were they all parrots? Possibly. But then these parrots who haven't been introduced to society just knew English. Yes, they know the word of the Bible. Someone preached, there was a bird preacher preaching Bible, I mean church stuff to the birds. And they were all doing their church. He just happens to be there on Sunday. It was a Sunday? I don't know. It probably was. It was a Sunday, and they were just having their Bible lessons, and he came, and they were like, nah, you gotta wait seven years. Kind of like Link. He had to wait seven years? Yeah, he was too young to pull out the Master Sword, or to use the Master Sword. So when he pulled the Master Sword, he got encompassed in the Chamber of Sages, and then the Sages told him, you are going to, it's gonna be a blink of an eye to you, but seven years would have passed on the outside for you to be old enough to wield the sword. And when you get out, you're going to be the right age as if you aged, but it's going to be like a, you didn't be out there in a second, but you're going to be an adult. Yeah. And now you'll be able to wield a sword at that age. Wouldn't he be super weak and stuff? Like still have the strength of a child? No, he's a grown man. Okay. His body grew to that of a grown man. Yeah. But he wasn't doing anything. But he wasn't doing anything for that seven years. He was just standing there the for seven years? The sword gave him the power necessary to have the body. Oh, okay. It did everything. Okay. As if he was in there bench pressing the whole time. Yeah. Link is over here. He bench like pressing. Like he wasn't starving to death at when he grew no, up No, he's well anything. fed. <laughs> he's like ripped. He got out there cocky as anything. All right. And he had all the muscles and all the strength to do everything he had to do. And he just walked out with the Master Sword and killed everything he had to kill effortlessly. And so sort of the same thing happened to that He guy. had a child's brain at least though. Yes, that's the fucked up part, right? That's the part that blows my mind. Because like, did they age his brain too? In which case it's not even the same person. Yeah. It's weird, right? I mean, it would be an adult's brain, but no, the memories would all be still child yeah, memories. They didn't give him new memories. 100% of the experience was his own. Yeah. Yeah, he did, didn't implant anything, which means by default, even in his mind, he's still like 12. He's still 12 in a man's body. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? It's just the body can now wield the sword, but he's still an immature-ass child. Yeah. But he was never immature either. He was never immature. Hmm. Interesting. He was particularly mature for his age. Ah, I guess that helps. Yes. So maybe he already had a, a mind way ahead. And in becoming a man, right? 
Mm-hmm. He's immature, but not by much. If he's like 10 to 12, but his maturity is like 16, then you add seven years and he's like 19, but he's like 17 maturity wise. He's not like far off. Yeah. So he's like still kind of where he needs to be. Maturity wise, he was centered enough from the two points that at his young age, he was mature for his age. Yeah. And at his grown age, he was just slightly immature for his age. Yeah. But so, it wasn't like that. But all he needed was to be the right age to hold the sword. Yes. Nothing else. Nothing else. He needed to have a certain amount of strength and willpower. That was it. But and he, he had already the had that. Yeah, he had the willpower. Oh, okay. Which is why he could pull the sword out in the first place. Yeah. And this guy needed to be holy enough for this island. I wonder what's on the island. It's probably, if it's like the bird island, then there's just saints who are singing and praising to God. So I don't know what's so interesting about finding the island. There should be nobody on that island. Why? The, the Garden of Eden? Well, if it's, yeah. Yeah, it was a story from another saint who found the island first. He found the island. He told him about it. And then he went on the search. But this other saint that found the island... What happened? This other saint that found the island. What about him? That's what I'm asking. What about him? He found the island. Like, but there he must didn't be... stay on the island if he I left guess. the island after he found it. Oh, yeah. It's I guess. still just an empty just island. Just an empty island. Yeah, that's true. It's just fucking... There's, hey, there's an island. That's weird. I guess it's just an attraction. You find it and then you leave. Because he, after he found it, he left. What so, are you going to do? Just die there alone? <laughs> I don't know. There's something I don't get. What what's the point? Seven years to see this island and then leave. Well, uh, in theory, in theory, the fruit of knowledge is there. So he eats the fruit, and then you know everything. And then you know everything. Ah, but the sad part is that once he gets home, he dies. That's how his story ends. But maybe that other guy who ate the fruit continues to live on and the has... other guy ate the fruit. I don't know. I'm. We're assuming that anyone who visits the islands eats the fruit. Like so, maybe the saint ate the fruit too. He got there, ate the fruit, left, and then fucking died. Yeah. Maybe someone killed him. I think it was murder. Could be. It could be that there are people just killing anybody who takes the fruit. That's crazy. Hitman <laughs> from God. Hitman from God? What? The church is doing it. The church is doing it. Did the church make up the island too? I don't know. But then why would they make up the story of the guy who found the island and then died in the end? To find people who are seeking the truth and off them before they get to any other truth. Oh. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap by the church. It's like people who try to find Ireland. (laughs) You kill them. You kill anybody who tries to find Ireland. It's not a real place and you can't have anybody reporting that. Why? What about these magical creatures from Ireland? Well, you need those stories to exist so you can't have anybody tell anybody else there's no island for that to even be true. So the church needs to off anybody who finds out that these things are a lie. The same way, there is no Garden of Eden. So when people go and they find the exact location and they do find this island and find out, this is just a normal island. You think that's what he found? Yeah, that's why they leave. It's Ah. not paradise. It's just Mm -hmm. a fucking island. And then they leave and then the church is like, he knows. He knows. Whoa. Maybe he knows. Man, but his journey besides that is pretty crazy. He saw a sea monster. There was a sea monster trying to attack the ship, and then God saved them by sending another sea monster to fight off that sea monster. Kills it. The story of Godzilla is real? Yes. Godzilla. Okay. What would fight Godzilla? Or is Godzilla the one fighting? Well, no, it's a giant... uh, Yeah, Godzilla's like Godzilla. Okay, yes. The like, Kraken was attacking their ship. And Godzilla. And Godzilla came, fought it, killed it, then they ate the monster. 
So everybody had like enough food forever. Yeah. It was like a lot. Yeah. So in any case, Godzilla is a misinterpretation because it is G-O-D dash, not dash, hyphen S, Zilla. His name is Zilla. His name is Zilla. He's not a Godzilla. He's God's Zilla. Zilla. Yes. God <laughs> sent Zilla. Yes, he sent Zilla to fight off the sea monster, and then they ate the sea monster. Because why wouldn't you eat Did the they sea share monster? some of it with Zilla as an offering? Probably. They couldn't eat that whole thing. There's no fucking way, right? And Zilla needs to eat before he goes back to whatever the fuck he was doing? Yes. To, I wonder what he's doing. Just sleeping. He hibernates. He hibernates. If he waits until God tell him, tells him to do stuff. I'm sure he's singing and praising God like the birds. Yes, in some underground Atlantis-like place. Yes, where the mermaids are. Where the mermaids are. Well, the mermen. The mermen. Only mermen. They're all gay for each other, and they hang out with Zilla, while the mermaids are committing evil atrocities, because women, that's what they do. That's what they do. Women are just evil, inherently. Because of Eve? Yes! Because of Eve. We're getting to, we're getting to this <laughs> okay. episode, we're getting to the bottom of things. Sorry. All the pieces are coming together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Eve invented evil. Yes. Adam didn't touch the apple. Yeah. And then we know that a guy, dolphin, fucked, raped, raped some chick in the water. Yeah. And she gave birth to a half fish, half woman. And then this happened in two different instances. And then the other one was half man, half fish. Yes. In which, so that they could have babies. Yes. And then they found each other. And, you know, typical relationship things, they fucked, they had babies, but they were incompatible. He was like, man, she's kind of cruel and mean and like, we're we breaking up. Yes. So the, all the guys stayed together, all the girls stayed together. Yeah. They did the South Park thing where it's like, these women are just murdering other humans. We love humans. We we use our powers for good. They use the powers to lure them in and kill them. Yeah. And so they just broke up. Atlantis is just a bunch of gamer men. Mm-hmm. And Zilla. And Zilla. And yeah. they take their word directly from God because God has no beef against the men. God's only beef is women, mm-hmm. which the Bible tells us. Yes. The Bible explicitly says, fuck women. You rape women. You kill women. You trade women like property. But men, you all good. All you, you didn't eat the apple. You guys good. You yeah. didn't fuck anything up. You're all holy. You're all holy. You haven't yeah. sinned yet. Nope. And we know this. That's why all the priests get the pass. That's why... The, yes. That's okay. why all the priests yeah. get the pass. You guys didn't fuck up at the beginning, so now you get a pass to fuck up as much as you want. It's been millions of years. You yeah. guys can do whatever you want. Only those nuns that help them out get punished. Yes. Only the nuns. Any nun does anything, you're going straight to hell. All the priests can do whatever they want, and no matter what, God's like, you did good for so long. <laughs> yes. You, 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 can... you could do whatever you want. While the nuns go crazy and cry like cats yes and bite people <laughs> and bite people and each yes. other and each other yeah. yeah the nuns are going crazy nuns are going crazy priests nah you get to do whatever you want mm-hmm. god approves that's so crazy another crazy story is that they saw a griffin and a bird fight each other and the griffin died what was the size <laughs> of this bird <laughs> I don't <know>. what the <laughs> fuck oh it was a parrot from that island right just <laughs> all the powers of god given to it exactly that parrot showed up i mean is a griffin a demon at this point i guess and it's like that bird showed up and because it could say the power of christ compels you that griffin just went down all its magic gone boom flat into the ground yes so that parrot power of christ compels you that's exactly how it sounded like yep oh my gosh what an epic battle it was so short too it was so short it was the shortest most epic battle that griffin was doing crazy flight maneuvers and the parrot was flighting all sloppy the way they do (laughs) yes and 
the griffin was about to attack. And then all the power did was say... The power of Christ compels you. What the fuck is a griffin? It's like the head of an eagle, the body of like a, a lion, lion and a the lion. wings of like a bird. I mean, I, I would think... Wait, the head of a what? Wait, is it the head of an eagle? There's some fucking <laughs> creature that's yes. like the head... No, it's the head of a lion, right? Griffin. The body of a horse oh and the gosh. wings of an eagle. And the tail of a snake. I and don't the know. the tail <laughs> of a snake? What? It's mostly an eagle with a body. I guess... The, it's like half eagle, half lion. Yeah, is that the yeah, best I can way see to that. It's the head, that? We're looking at the head of a, an eagle with like the the mane of a lion or around its neck area, the body of a lion and the tail of a lion, but the wings of the eagle. It's it's a chimera it's between a chimera. an eagle and a lion. Yeah, that's pretty epic looking. It's it like a like... if you had an eagle Pokemon and it yeah. evolved, it would evolve into a fucking griffin. That would be awesome. And it lost to a parrot. That's crazy. Man, a griffin looks hardcore. Yeah. What do you think would win in a fight between a griffin and a Godzilla? pegasus? A pegasus. Oh. Pegasus has magic on his side, bro. And griffins don't? I don't know. I think a griffin is just a creature. Oh. And what was the other creature you said? Pegasus? pegasus. Are you sure pegasus have magic? No, I think that's also a creature. I think the only one who has a creature is a unicorn. I think a unicorn will off both of these easily. Because it has magic. Because it's magic. Like a unicorn still flies. But also, it has no fucking wings. It's just like raw magic. It has to be magic. It has to be magic. It's just raw magic. Or Meanwhile, has... a griffin and a pegasus are just creatures. Yes. I don't know. Maybe unicorns have m- invisible wings. That'd be interesting. Yes. But that, mm-hmm. that would be magic. That would be magic. Okay. This doesn't Maybe. matter. It's all just magic. Yeah. No matter how you look at a unicorn, it's magic. It's gotta be magic. Okay, so the unicorn wins, though. Yeah, the unicorn wins by default. So the real argument would be a pegasus... And a griffin. I would argue the griffin wins, right? Because Pegasus is still just a fucking horse with wings. While this is like the predator of the sky and the predator of the ground just fuse into the most hardcore shit that has ever existed. Yes. So it's like yes, pretty yes. much anything that fights a griffin is fucked. How about a dragon? What's How far off is a griffin from a dragon? I don't, I don't think griffin has firepower. Fair. Fair. So we would say in the animal, in the like mythological creature tier, tier, yeah, it goes from dragon to griffin, then Pegasus. Where does Godzilla fit? Well, Godzilla like is a dragon. Godzilla's a dragon. He's just oh, an oversized okay. dragon. Yeah, with no wings. With no wings. So arguably worse than a dragon, depending on the size of the dragon. If we're looking at like medieval dragon mm-hmm. like the western version of a dragon right if we're looking at the western version of a dragon how big are they we're talking the size of like a small building okay not huge the way like god like godzilla could stomp on one of those motherfuckers easily like a house because Houses? maybe like like a traditional current size house yeah like four of those put next to each other is a dragon. Is a dragon, including wingspan, like like its oh, body okay. alone. Like its body alone is probably the size of a house, with yeah. its wingspan being the size of maybe like four houses put in a row. Oh, okay. While Godzilla could stomp that shit out easy. Okay, so Godzilla's on top of the list. Yeah, Godzilla's on top of the list, unless we're talking like some monstrous, fucking ridiculous Godzilla-sized dragon. That's crazy, and I don't know why that. There's no fucking movie about that. A Godzilla-sized dragon? Dude. Isn't um that Chinese dragon huge? The really long dragon? You mean like the one from Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, he's Shenron. really long and really big. Well, Shenron is so fucking big you could see him from space. Yeah. 
Like, you could be off of Earth and just see Shenron if he's summoned. That's how big Shenron is. He doesn't count. He doesn't count. Unless we're, like, going into these detailed dragons, in which case, what's bigger? Shenron or the world serpent? I would think they're both the same size. Interesting. 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 Because they both wrap around the world, right? Not Shenron. Shenron Shenron comes right out of the the Dragon Balls and floats over them to grant you the wish before he goes back to sleep. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. So, this says that Shenron is not so astronomically large as to wrap around the planet. He's smaller than, like, a city. That's a, that's the size of the castle they compare him to? Yes. not Well, even the castle's not the size of a city. Oh, okay. But he's roughly, like, the castle's huge, mm-hmm. and Shenron is roughly the size of this huge castle. Okay. While the world serpent can wrap around the fucking planet. Yes. That's why, it, that's humongous, right? Yes. So size-wise, we begin at the world snake. For sure. Yes. There isn't shit bigger. He's no. limit. Just the limit of it. He's as big as any mythological creature gets. The world serpent. Yeah. Then we go to Shenron. And then we get to Godzilla. Okay. But when it comes to fight, can Shenron or the world yes. serpent... Actually, the world serpent can fight because he fights... Um, What's his name? He Th- fights Thor in the end, right? Yes. Yeah, so he can put up a fight. <laughs> yes. But against Godzilla... The world serpent would one-shot him. Yes. Yes, because yeah. Thor would one-shot Godzilla. Yeah. Shenron. Can he fight? Shenron is pure magic, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay. So size is not a problem here. He's got magic. He's got magic. Shenron could one-shot both Thor and the world serpent because magic. So power-wise, Shenron, Shenron is the wins? limit. Shenron could bring the entire Earth back just because you asked him to. Yeah. And isn't there a bigger snake that I'm, I guess, magical Shenron version of Shenron, you know? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. The one you're talking about is Super Shenron from Dragon Ball Super, who is, who shits, he shits on, he shits on the size of the fucking world serpent by such a ridiculous margin. I... The world yes. serpent <laughs> would be missed. Like, Super Shenron wouldn't see him from how small it is by comparison. Yes. Super Shenron is 57 billion light years. I don't even understand how we could imagine the size of that. We'd see him from most places in the universe. We would just, we would all see him. We would all see him. Like, if he's summoned. It doesn't matter where in the universe we are. He's bigger than everything else in the sky. He's so big, though, that would we be inside him? Would everything be inside him? Because he's humongous. Like, where is he? Would he be away from us? Or would we all just automatically be in him? Because he's so freaking big. Mm, ah, That's weird, right? He would, But no, he would coil in such a way that he... Because he would dodge everything, I guess. He would just be so... He is magical. He's magical. Yeah. But that's another thing. Holy crap. That's another thing. Not only is he so absorbently big that he's 57 billion light years in size, Mm -hmm. but he's pure magic. But he's pure magic. He's more pure magic than Shenron. So even if Shenron is smaller than the world serpent and more overpowered, Super Shenron would smack the crap out. Like, Super Shenron can't see. He doesn't know Shenron exists. No. That's like some afterthought. At best. Do you think he can see the world serpent, or is that too small? Too small. Too small. 
We're talking that this guy is the size of many, it's, what is it, four light years. Four light years, just four. From here to our nearest star, Alpha Centauri. He's that big? Yeah. He's from here to... Wait, is Alpha Centauri the closest star? It is, right? Or is that a galaxy? That is not... I think Alpha Centauri is a star, right? Because Andromeda is the galaxy. Got it. So Alpha Centauri is the closest star. Mm-hmm. And it's four billion light years. I mean, four light years, not billion. It's just four light years away. Think about how far away in size this guy is. I, I don't. Even if we, <laughs> even if Shenron, Super Shenron, was just the distance of Earth to Alpha Centauri, that would be so magnificently large in our sky that it would compensate for everything else. No. Super Shenron is 57 billion light years in size. But what does that even mean? Light years in size. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What? How many light years is our observable universe in size? What if he's bigger than that? What? That's crazy. So the observable universe, according to uh, God, which is Google, is 93 billion light years. He's more than half. He's more than half of the size of the observable universe. We would see Super Shenron from anywhere in the universe encompassing the majority of the universe yeah that's ridiculous he would be so big in our sky we couldn't tell that we're looking at him no he would just what would he look like the sky would just turn yellow because he's golden so the sky would just look gold and we wouldn't know that we're looking at him Mm -hmm. that's how big he is it would just look like the sky just turned gold the end well, Meanwhile, we're looking at Shenron, Super Shenron. That's ridiculous. So, tier size. He wins by... Him by, like, there's nothing bigger. There's nothing big. Like, there's it's questionable that... to him. Yeah, it's questionable that God is bigger. Like, actual God might be smaller than Mega Shenron, Super Shenron. Well, if God's the size of, like, the God from Dragon Ball Z, he's very tiny. Oh, yeah, it could totally be the case. Like, Zeno is way smaller. Or little boy, I guess, is his size. Yeah. So it would go, the, the, the tier here is Super Shenron, then miles away, miles, miles away, the world serpent, the size of just a measly planet. Yeah. And then we get to Shenron, size of just like a big-ass building. Actually, well, it's a huge, it's ridiculously huge building. That's the problem. It's bigger than Godzilla. It's bigger than Godzilla. It's bigger than Godzilla. Okay. Shenron is bigger than Godzilla, then Godzilla, and whatever monsters Godzilla fights. My question is, is the Norse mythology giants the size of Godzilla, or are they smaller than Godzilla? And I actually think they're smaller than Godzilla. Are you sure? Please remember that footprint of the horse? That horse has to be huge. That horse had to be huge. That's one footprint of, a s- footprint of an eight-legged horse. Yeah, but like that a thing- Godzilla footprint, people could just go inside of it. So can they go inside of his footprint? The magical horse's footprint. Are we thinking that the horse is bigger than Godzilla, though? Yes. No, maybe the same size. No, but longer. They're in, they're in the ballpark. They're in the ballpark. Okay. They're in the ballpark of size. I think Shenron would beat them in size. Yeah. So it'd be Shenron, Godzilla, and all these other mythological things from North Maso- Mor- Norse mythology. And then we have all the smaller things. Yes. Fair. That's crazy. But then how did the people sailing see Godzilla fight this creature? Like, that's got to be crazy to see. I mean... How do you not die if you can see it? Unless it's happening from far away. Like... It could be. <laughs> it could be that you're getting attacked by the Kraken, which is also huge as fuck. Yeah. But the Kraken, like, compared to size, like, Godzilla could just bitch smack that shit. Mm-hmm. 
So Godzilla just comes, rips it out, like snaps its fucking, I guess it has no bones to snap, but it could just yeah. like crush it to death. And then you guys just eat this giant kraken. Yeah. But the way they their bodies are moving in the water, I feel like it'd just destroy the boat. The way, Just Godzilla coming out of the water would create tidal waves. Exactly. Like these th- this event has to have happened super far away. So Godzilla popped up the kraken side and it's like fight time. Yeah. But they still got, like, a crazy wave coming. So Godzilla instantaneously won, and they angled their ship in such a way that it just, like, cruised with the wave. Yes. Because how else would they survive that? I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. Crazy. The size of Godzilla. And the then I guess Godzilla, yeah. all the other creatures, like the the griffin, way smaller. Those are, like, babies compared. They're so small. A griffin, wingspan included, maybe a little bit bigger than a room. That's so pretty big. I guess compared to us, it's big. But compared to humans, it's big. But like Godzilla would stomp that shit out. Yeah. So like in the in the fight between a griffin and a pegasus, whatever. Who cares? The griffin is going to win. But griffin versus Godzilla, one shot. Yes. Godzilla needs to fight like Norse creatures or the mm. titans. Yeah. You know, from like Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. But then the same all of them will get one shot by Shenron. Definitely. Actually, even the world serpent, which is way the fuck bigger than Shenron, will get one shot by Shenron. But it's magic, magic, which then brings up an interesting point. What? Could a unicorn one shot the world serpent? Because also magic. Mm-hmm. It. Well, I feel like it's also a tier of magic, right? There could be a tier of magic. Like, the unicorn doesn't have, like, unfathomable magic abilities. No. It's like, you know, it has magic, yeah. but it's not, like, impossibly magical. Yeah, it can't be. If we learn anything from our other episode about... I don't really remember what it was about, but that the force and using the force to do magic, if you abuse it, you'll die. Yes. So the unicorns, they wouldn't abuse the magic. Interesting. If they're using the same force. So we're saying the force is equal to magic. Yes. Because in the case of all these other people, they have abilities that they're channeling. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like magic. It was like they're really channeling just this energy. Yeah. But Shenron is doing some whole other shit. He can make anything happen. Yeah. But he's getting it from the same place everyone else is getting it from. Or is he one of the sources of it? Yes. Like, is he the embodiment of the Force? He could be. And Super Shenron is, like, the biggest focus of that energy. Yes. So they aren't abusing it or using it. No, they aren't. They are it. Yeah. But a unicorn is using it. A unicorn is using it. But in this kind of the same way that Transformers are using it, like it's born in them. Yeah. They're not training for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. They're just... not. But then again, it could just be channeling it. Or channel. But I don't know. It feels like a unicorn isn't thinking about using magic. It's just like no. natural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no Transformers. Like, oh, I got to tr- train and trans. No, you just can no. do it. You just, yeah, it's super natural. Unless there is. We don't know what a baby Transformer looks like. What if they're training? Well, there's a whole. There's no baby Transformer. There is a planet that is a machine that pumps out Transformers. What? Yes. The planet itself is pumping out The planet itself is a robot. What? Okay, so referring to, uh, back to our noble god Google, the Transformers are a species of sentient living robotic beings originating from the distant machine world Cybertron, the stories of their lives, their histories, and most especially, their wars have been chronicled across many different continuities in the vast multiverse so cybertron is where they come from how are they made it just like spits them out it says that a computer made them 
Their bodies were forged by a plasma energy chamber and given intelligence by the mega computer Vecna Sigma. So their planet has a computer in it. I mean, their planet is a machine already. Yes. With a computer in it that's pumping out robots. Wow, this just so many doors just opened. Uh, so in the area of size of creatures, Cybertron is bigger than Godzilla as well, and actually bigger than Shenron, and technically, technically, also bigger than the World Serpent. Cybertron? Yes, because the World Serpent wraps around the world, Yeah, but isn't as thick. That's, so yeah. the Cybertron is, in theory, more mass overall. Yeah, I would imagine that it would be bigger than Earth anyway, because yes. it holds all these robots. Like, it's got to be a huge, Like, the huge robots planet. are big themselves. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. I don't even know where to start. Okay, okay. For everybody, we just took an intermission to learn everything there was to learn about, about Transformers. So let's go back real quickly. The Transformers were made by a planet... That was a machine. Yes. The planet was made by this bigger robot thing mm -hmm. in order to pump out robots to fight some other planet that was also pumping out robots, apparently. Yes. And so this thing was made by yet another bigger, greater robot. And then that robot that kind of seems to be God was made by something called the one who's just God. Yes. God made two robots. in the Well, he made one robot and then... He made another robot from that robot. Which was his twin. Which was his twin. So one was the good twin, one was the evil twin. Yes, he the began Adam with and the, the Eve. Yes, he began with the evil twin. And then he made the good twin. Mm. So the argument is God made man like regular biological life. Yes. And also mechanical life. He only knows how to do it the same way. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's the same exact way he did humankind. Yes. Why? That's so lazy. Yes. I recommend... Oh, crap. We're probably going to do a whole episode about this history. <laughs> okay. Like, we have to. We just ended up talking about it, and we're totally, like, out of time. Oh, my gosh. So, so we're probably going to do an episode on Transformers, breaking down the entire history and how... Like, we're going we're gonna to explain how God and robots relate. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Okay. Now, the interesting part about this entire episode is that the guy with the axe could one-off everybody. He's the only one who could one-shot Super Shenron with his lucky axe. I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think he's so? He's an average guy. He's a guy He can't even carry a deer. He's He totally can't. So I don't know how he's strong enough to do that. I guess the argument is, is he better than... A, could he want, Could he off the Pegasus or the Griffin? He could probably off the Pegasus, right? Yeah. Could he off the Griffin? Griffin's fast, it's dangerous, it's a line that he flies. He got killed by a parrot, so I guess he can. Damn, damn. Yeah. Fair enough, you're right. you right, you got that. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys enjoyed this episode, mm -hmm. you can find, I guess, other episodes about completely random, unrelated, strung together things. Like the Transformers. Which just happened. Yeah. So you guys can totally do that, go find those episodes, and understand. Listen to the last episode, it was a great episode. Yeah. And uh, you can find all that stuff on the official website, greatthoughts.info, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Just Combo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and if you feel so inclined, review the show. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes! This is exactly how it began. A guy sharing with the kindness of his heart the show. 
And then it turned out to be a show in which we find out a bunch of things, including the fact that women are evil. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Mermaids happened because a dolphin raped people. Of course. As usual. As expected, you know, as Mm -hmm. dolphins do. Yeah. So they can live longer. So they can live longer. It happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, Griffins versus Pegasus equal fight or uh, relatively closer than Parrot versus Griffin in which a parrot easily wins. Thanks to the uh, power of God. Thanks to the power of God. Also, Godzilla, we've had that wrong this whole time. His name is Zilla. He's God's. He's got Zilla. Zilla, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Godzilla beat the Kraken that was attacking the sailors who were in the first place on the sea, probably trying to survive mermaids. And they're also fictional because they come from Ireland, which is also fictional. Yeah, Ireland never happened. No. Nope. And neither did the Garden of Eden, and that's all invented by the church who's killing anybody who finds out. Yes. But we work for the Illuminati, so we're protected. Yeah, and that's Only- why we're sharing you with... That's why we're sharing this with you. Yeah, so that you know you're all going to be killed Yeah. by the church. Or by the cancer. That you got by listening to the show. Yeah. This, this, that nice little summary. <laughs> this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Yes, <laughs> politics. They have dress. They dress up. And Not weird. the dressing thing, but the weird traditions, like when they did that book thing that they walked the book across the thing in a specific way, and then the news was covering how it got walked down the. It's just take it. It's a fucking just walk it down the goddamn hallway. What are you talking about? A book? Yeah, was it the Bible. No, it was like a, a set of rules or something for the president to sign or some shit, and then oh everybody stood in line in a certain way, and they walked this sheet of paper. To him? Yeah. In a, in like a order of some sort. Like like soldiers or some shit. They did it in a weird, specific <laughs> kind of way. Yes. Very traditional, very ritualistic. And walked it over to the chamber it had to be in with everybody standing where they had to be standing or whatever. Yes. Any, any tradition looks very strange. If you don't know the reason for it anymore, Even if you know the reason for it, why is it still in play? I don't know. Because... What purpose does that serve <laughs> now? The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.